Philadelphia Union, San Jose, Earth, DC, United, Los Angeles, Galaxy, Beach Pass, Colorado Rapids, Vancouver Whitecaps, Orlando City SC, Montreal Impact, NYC FC, Seattle Sounders, Pitch Pass, your all-access credential to the people that matter in MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. I think it's pretty obvious, at least if you've seen me in a D.C. United match, who my favorite current D.C. United player is. It's midfielder Russell Knauss. He is back on the show, our first time having him this season. Russell, how's it going, my friend? It's going well, man. It's going well. Oh, wait, hang on. uh, I I probably should start the whole conversation with Ola. Ola. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've been busy with my Spanish classes. I've been, uh, you know, trying to learn, learn as best I can. My beginner Spanish, at least. I am I I am learning through Duolingo, so I assume that we are probably on the same uh, level at this point. If you were doing a Duolingo, even though you have your own Spanish teacher. Yeah, we have we have our own teacher. We we uh, have it two times a week normally. This week uh, we got cut short, but um, I don't know. You may be more advanced than me with the with the Duolingo. I just uh, I just used up all my Spanish saying hello to you. So I hope that you're a little further along than I am. I think so. If that's all you got, then I think I am. <laughs> How have you been, man? It's going well. Um, just been grinding out a lot of games lately. Obviously, with um, trying to make up for the games we missed with our with the new stadium coming in. So it's been it's been going well. So. We have been, uh, and I talk about supporters, fans, people who follow the team. Um, on the outside, we look at the lack of squad rotation uh, that Ben has been going through, and we think to ourselves, these guys must be dragging ass. The, the flip side of the coin is, for the most part, uh, take Wayne out. You guys are all young guys, but you're coming back from an injury. I would assume you're at full fitness, but... Uh, did you have any hesitation through this last run and going into the next run that'll start uh, starting on Saturday that your fitness level or that you would be able to hold up through these uh, these crush of games? Yeah, I mean, so obviously the rotation hasn't been as much, but um, the guys who have been playing have been developing a good chemistry within the group. Um, for me personally, I've actually felt pretty strong throughout these uh, three games a week stretches. Um, last week was obviously tough with uh, the Philly Philadelphia game only being two days out from Sunday's game. So, and the weather obviously didn't help. So that's that's been tough. Um, if you get both of those combinations where you only have two days in between, but normally if if I'm playing and I have a three day recovery, I feel feel good. And um, obviously being able to come back from my injury took a little bit of time to get my fitness, but I I feel. Um, relatively good now with everything regarding my lungs and how I feel during and, and after the games in is, terms of how quick I recover. Is there anything to the fact that you, I know you were recovering and rehabbing from your injury, but on the other hand, you also didn't have those hard games, those long road trips of the first half of the season. Is there anything to take away from the fact that maybe you could be a little fresher because you were out? Um, I mean, you never know. It, that may be obviously one reason I'm come coming into the season halfway through where obviously a lot of the guys have had a tough, tough couple of months on the road. And I didn't, I wasn't involved much with that, but um, it was a lot for me. It was, it was draining and stressful when obviously I wasn't on the field. So yes, I didn't get to travel and I didn't have those games, but it was also really mentally draining. Just not just watching from the sideline, but 
um, it's good to be back, that's for sure. I want to ask you about the Philly game leading into the uh, Atlanta game, but you just brought up um, coming back from your injury. I got to ask you, man, what the hell happened? Everything was great in January. Uh, my man Russell Canals going to the train yeah. with the national team in the January camp comes back. Oh, he tweaked a little something. He's going to sit out a couple of, a couple of days while they're in Clearwater, and then I don't see you again until July. What happened? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, no, it was just, it's it was honestly really unfortunate how it all happened. So national team national team camp went really well in January. Um, had a good time. Had a good two and a half weeks of training with them, um, and then went back down to Clearwater with the team. Met them there. Trained about three days, and then all of a sudden, just had some pain in my upper calf slash knee. Right, and we checked on it after. Woke up the next morning, and I still had a lot of pain and stiffness. Went and got my MRI, and that's when we came back with the result of, you know, sprained LCL. Um, and it's, it was just a tough recovery back because it was kind of like in between where, like, some tests obviously showed that I was, you know, that it wasn't sprained as much as what what it really was. So um, it took a little bit of time. I had, obviously, a setback or two that, is one of the reasons why it took so long, but um, I'm just happy to be back out playing, and um, I'm fortunate and blessed to be on the field every single game I can and give my best because of being out that long. I, so. You're a professional athlete, and I assume that you your confidence level has to be higher than than other people because of what you do for a living. But when you see uh, they bring in Junior Moreno, you see uh, Durkin stepping up and, and playing well in your absence. You know how you fit in at the end of last year, and I'm sure you were excited to get back and start it again this year. Did it shake your confidence at all to, to kind of be out injured at a time where there was a lot of competition for places? Um, I don't. I don't think it really ever hurt my confidence. The only part that hurt my confidence was the fact that I couldn't, you know, affect these games and help the team win. Um, that's what's really upsetting. And it's. I was at a point where it's like, okay, am I going to get better? Right. This is making me a little nervous. I knew I would eventually. It just was taking a lot longer than expected. So, um, watching the games and not being able to make an impact was very tough for me. So finally being able to come back healthy and, and get the chance to then slot back in the lineup and, and do well and impact and, you know, knowing what I do well and how I can create uh, a winning atmosphere within, within the team. Um, I knew I always believed in that and I knew I could do it. Um, we just need to keep it going to hopefully reach our goals of playoffs this year. So. so let me uh, let's go let's rewind back to this past week, uh, and I want to start at the Red Bulls match and uh, get a little peek inside the mind of Russell Canals. Um, you're a number six slash number eight. Uh, you're a disruptor who also could then transition uh, and start the the attack from from deep in your own end. When you look at a team like the Red Bulls, what makes you salivate more? Going up, uh, uh, matching against Tyler Adams and saying, okay, I'm going to go like for like with you or the opportunity to, say, shut down a, a Kaku, uh, a, a creative midfielder like a Lucho type. Which which one gets you more amped up? Going against somebody who who plays like you or going against the best number 10 and shutting that person down? That's a It's the greatest question you've ever honest. heard. I know, I understand. A, yeah, I'll give weird. you a second to kind of process it because you don't often get these awesome, mind-blowing questions like this. 
Yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. Uh, no, I, I think for me, I'm generally defensive-minded. You know, I like shutting down um, a Kaku. I like shutting down an Amarone. Like, that's that's my what I grew up doing, right? Like, I'm not going to let these guys do anything during the game. Um, but at the same time, I know Tyler Adams and how aggressive he is. And obviously, you know, going up against him is anytime I get a chance to do that or players in that similar, you know, similar aspect, I want to shut them down too. But I, I probably lean more towards shutting down their number 10 because these are obviously the more creative guys who can, you know, impact the game with one ball. So if you can close them out and, and limit their opportunities throughout the whole game, then normally you can benefit from that as a team um, and grind out a result because they're the guys creating normally the goal-scoring opportunities for the opponents. If somebody is listening to this outside of the, the D.C. area, they might not really have a grasp on how hot it has been for the last week, which takes us into the Philly game. Um, you mentioned the the two day recovery. Also, you guys were away. I know it was just a quick train ride, but you're you're still traveling. You're still doing something different than your normal pattern. Uh, I was at the match at Audi Field against Philly. It was clear you guys were out of gas by the 75th minute. You actually got subbed out. How how difficult were those conditions, and how hard has it been even just training in this kind of heat? Yeah, I mean, just look at today's training session. It was like it was so hot out. I think it was probably, it felt like one of the hottest days for a lot of us. I don't know if it was truly on paper, but um, it's not easy to implement what you want to implement when the weather conditions are like that. Um, I'll just touch on the two day recovery again. uh, Like I did earlier. I mean, Philly played a game Saturday. We played against Red Bulls Sunday and then we had the game Wednesday. So the two days in between, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but it's very difficult for um, players to recover 100% in a two-day span, right? Where you have the – if you have a three-day span, you have an extra day, 24 hours. That is completely a different ball game then um, because, honestly, every hour matters in terms of recovery and how we handle our bodies. So that was very tough. Um, and then, obviously, the weather was not ideal <laughs> because – we it was humid, right? Really hot for everyone. I think even the fans in the stadium had a hard time just sitting there watching the game. So nothing. I mean, that wasn't easy. But obviously, Philly has to deal with the weather too. So we can only take that, you know, take that as a reason. And I'll, I'll put only it in so again far. because you've mentioned it twice already. The the two day recovery between Red Bull and Philly, as opposed to the three-day recovery between Philly and Atlanta, felt like it made all the difference in the world. And speaking for myself, I saw the lineup for Sunday's match against Atlanta, and I was like, well, wait a second. These guys could barely get through 90 minutes uh, against Philly. The conditions are almost exactly the same, and you're playing against a team who was, you know, supposedly a high flyer coming in. That one day made made a big difference, huh? Yeah, for sure. I think it's underrated how, um, how important enough days in between games is in terms of recovery, especially if you're playing 90 minutes and you can only have three subs per game. It's, it's massive. So big that there was a player on DC United that got uh, two goals. There was a player on DC United that got a goal and two assists, but the man of the match for that game was, was you who, who are neither of the first two players that I just mentioned. 
That's correct. Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, was, uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, yes, that Roach, that is correct. I was the man of the correct, match Roach. when the two star players <laughs> are it. out scoring goals and knocking an assist. This guy got himself a man of the match. Yeah. I mean, normally you'd give it to an attacker, right? Who scores a goal. Yes. But, um, I think honestly on that day, I think anyone deserved it from our team. We, we all had put in a complete performance and, um, I think everyone needed to perform at a high level for us to get a result against Atlanta, obviously because where they're at on the table. Um, but I was very blessed to receive the man of the match award. I was thankful for that. Let me ask you this, Russ. It's, I mean, it's just you and I talking. Uh, was blessed yeah. the right word or shocked? When they came over and said, hey, man, you got to go over and get your uh, guitar. You just want a man of the match. You were like, huh? Uh, I wasn't going to say no. I'll just say that. <laughs> And I'll tell you, so uh, if you haven't been to a match yet, if you're a man of the match at Audi Field, I don't know why this is, but you get a guitar. Uh, the cool thing is they're all custom made by uh, artists in the area. I-, I saw from across the field, yours was a black and white. It looked like a kind of a badass design. How's it look up close? It's really good. It's really cool. It's like a, It looks almost zebra-like, but um, there's some writing in there. Stay fret, I think it says on there. Or no, no fret. Um, just cool designs, man. They they really outdid themselves with all the guitars for these men men of the uh, match awards. You were able to so. get you were able to get United. You and a bunch of other players were uh, able to get United to start doing Spanish lessons so that you can communicate with uh, other team members. Is there a chance that you can also get them to start a guitar class? So then you learn how to play guitar. <laughs> I honestly have a guitar sitting in the corner of my room that I haven't played. And don't know how to play, but if you know, that's on my bucket list to to learn how to play. It's so now I have two guitars I can play. Have Have you ever have you gotten to use your Spanish on the on the pitch yet? Um, a little bit. I I think most most of the Spanish guys you'd be surprised they speak English and understand a lot of the you know commands on on the field. Um, to me, it was just more important just off the field, you know, gelling with those guys because I think. Having a good relationship on the field obviously stems first from what you do off the field. And I want to be kind of accepted. I want them to feel, you know, that I'm trying to welcome them into the team. So that's my main reason for doing it. Um, I, well, yeah. how, about, how about I ask you this way? Have, have, have any of the Spanish speakers uh, just shut you down as you tried to fumble through Spanish on the pitch when they're just like, don't bother, bro. What do you want to know? What do you want me? Where do you want me to go? <laughs> To be honest, I haven't even attempted on the field. It's been like izquierda and derecha, you know, left or right, and that's about it. Maybe turn, I'll throw a turn in there. <laughs> so I can't mess that up. If I mess that up, then I just need to stop going to the class. <laughs> now, the plan is, uh, Russell, to have a, a player on uh, every week, but you're you're kind of like our our main rotation guy. Uh, if I'm bringing it into DC 101 terms, you're our Imagine Dragons. Yeah. We're going to have, you're going to hear all of different types of music on DC 101, but we can always come back to Imagine Dragons. So the plan is to have you on a few times before the end of the year. So I want to use up all of my, my good material with you now. I will ask you, because you were supposed to be in studio today, uh, but you had to cancel, yeah. and you had to cancel for a really good reason. Uh, can you tell us why you were not able to be in studio for this conversation? Uh, great reason. Uh, we had a team meal today where the team uh, went out to lunch all together, and uh, it was at Nando's. Uh, good time. So everyone was able to come out just, you know, off-the-field off stuff where we can have some team bonding in a relaxed atmosphere other than the, the locker room where we're at every day. So 
that was the reason why I had to cancel. Obviously, I, I wanted to be in the studio with you today, but um, I hope this worked out. Let's touch on Wayne Rooney for a second. Everybody's been talking about the bond that he and Lucho have formed, and so quickly they formed it. But i got to be honest, watching pregame warm-ups uh, when he wasn't starting, when you were kind of also coming back from injury, so you guys were kind of on the bench together, it looks like you guys have formed a really solid and quick bond as well. Uh, am I reading the body language wrong? And if I am reading it correctly, what has gone into the fact that you and Wayne have kind of gotten on the same page very quickly? No, I think you're uh, reading it correctly. Obviously, those he was coming in just at the same time where I was coming back, so we kind of, you know, could relate in that sense, just trying to get fit together and working hard. Um, I think that's where it started to stem from. And Wayne's a great guy. He's really easy to get along with and talk to. And obviously someone I've looked up to for a while. Um, so it's just been easy to, you know, get in touch and stay, you know, stay close to someone like that because they – They've been through a lot, and you can learn from it. Um, and he's just a great team player and obviously has helped our team immensely from his arrival. So he's done a great job not only with me but with everyone in trying to gel in with the team as quick as possible. And uh, it's great to, have, great to have him here at the club. Uh, you guys have NYCFC coming up this week, uh, and then another that kicks off another three games. Is it three games in eight days? Something like that? Uh, yep, run to come. Right. Uh, listen, it's all about getting points right now, so I'm not going to ask you anything about what you want. The answer is going to be we need to get points, and we need to get as many points as we can, can can in every match that we play. Uh, do you feel confident? Does the team feel good about where you're sitting? I know it's just outside the playoff line. It's got games in hand, the whole deal, blah, blah, blah. Do you feel confident going into this next stretch of 3-8? and eight? Yeah, I think everyone's confident in where we're at. Um, if you look at how far we've come, it's been really, really nice to see uh, us just climbing up the table. So I think we are all in the right mindset on, obviously, our goal is that sixth place spot, those, the playoffs. Um, and I think we can we can get points with our home, home advantage here with the home fans. But we need everyone. So fans, come out to the game, please, to support us because we uh, – we need you guys. You know, and I brought. I, I said that was the last thing, but you just triggered something else in my head <laughs> that I, I think I'm going to ask everybody as they come on. And we're also uh, in the process of getting Chris Hull on, who is the uh, PR okay. guy for DC United. Great guy. How Great uh, guy. how how is the atmosphere on the pitch? At Audi Field, and I know you're going to talk in some euphemisms and kind of sports cliches, but uh, in in as as realistic terms as you can, can what's it been like, and what's the atmosphere like for you as a player on the field? No, it's it's great. Um, obviously, coming from RFK, it's a little bit different feel going into Audi Field, the stadium. But um, the fans have been great. We love it. We love that whole wall there, and just how the whole stadium kind of feels on top of you when you're playing. Um, it's been great to us so far. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to check in with you for that throughout the rest of the season because um, it feels like every game the the fans are getting more and more comfortable, uh, getting a lot more of their cues from the supporters groups. The chants feel like they're getting louder and louder as everybody kind of picks up on what the, mm-hmm. the, the singing supporters are all about. And I feel like the atmosphere, every match has been better, and I can't wait to see what it's like for a playoff run. And, and I'll ask you about that at that point. But for now, Russell... I'm going to let you get back to whatever it is you were doing. And uh, we're checking with you next time in studio, all right? Sounds great, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
For more show information, go to pitchpass.com.